Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. So Christmas is coming up and I'm joined today by John Pigeon, John, hello, and Shelley Johnson. And we're talking all things Christmas because I reckon, guys, it's better to get this episode out well before Christmas. There's no point doing a Christmas episode the day of Christmas. Yeah, because you don't want everyone to have bought presents before you listen to the episode, right? No. So I thought I would start with just going around in the circle uh, and I'll get John what you and Amy do for Christmas. Shell will talk what you and Sam do for Christmas with your kids. But we're just spending this episode, we put it up in the Facebook group and we straight up just asked people about... Christmas tips and Christmas hacks and we're just going to read a heap from the group and hopefully we can use this community content what do they call it user generated content and yeah we can have a good chat about all things Christmas so Shell what do you generally do around Christmas do you have any Christmas tips that you and Sam do with your family yeah well in the last couple of years Glenn we've changed our approach because we used to do Secret Santa with both families. So we both come from big families. I'm one of five, Sam's one of six. And so we'd have a stack of family presents for our immediate family and then all the aunties, uncles, all that stuff. So we changed and we only do presents for the kids now. And so we do presents for obviously my two kids and then the other nieces and nephews in our families. And that has honestly saved us thousands of dollars. And do you kind of budget throughout the year? Yeah. So I set aside fortnightly out of my account comes gifts. Really? Yeah. That's cool. But I don't think I've put enough aside. Yeah. And that's like one thing that, uh, you know, in the Glen James spending plan, we actually added on the new spreadsheet, a tab that you can track your gifts throughout the year. So one thing that you can do this year, everyone, if you haven't started tracking what you spend for Christmas, start now. And just get a bit of an average so you can readjust uh, in the new year. And the other thing we did actually that's been really helpful, Sam and I have agreed we would buy each other a record like vinyl and that's like, you know, 50 bucks. So we would have one $50 present each and like just agreeing that we're not going to overspend and overdo it has been super helpful financially. Mm. John, what about you and Amy? I like it, Shell. Uh, yeah, we've, we're similar. We've changed our tact in the last few years. The secret Santa thing is out. Um, and we alternate because my family's country Victoria, Amy's central coast. So we alternate Christmas um, visits each year and we're really buying presents for those who we're visiting, not, um, just buying for the whole family because the extended family is, is way too big. Um, and, and we probably focus on, uh, I suppose the kids are at an age where, we're talking more about experiences rather than things. 
Um, so it's we asked them to write a list, what they would like for Christmas from Santa and what they would like in general. And we asked them to combine experiences with things so they just don't get crappy presents that last for five minutes and, and they don't use it anymore. So uh, we also appreciate that not all gifts are equal and, and it's the thought um, that counts. And I don't know about you, Shell, but my kids are a little bit older than yours, but you've got to be really responsible at Christmas time in, in what you say and how you act and, and the appreciation side of things and it's a two-way street and it's not all about you. Um, it's, a, it's a whole big uh, journey that we're taking them on over that period because it can get quite out of hand, can't it? Oh, so out of hand. My brother-in-law does this thing that I really liked where he talked to his kids about uh, when they would come and see their, their aunties and uncles and extended family not asking for presents because one of the things yeah. that the kids do and like my daughter who's five, she would be straight – as soon as she walked in, she would be like, where's my present or something? And so how do you teach them about yeah. the gratitude and the, not the entitlement, that it's actually about the experience, like you said, John, of getting together with family. So how do you teach your kids that from a young age? I think that's really important. I'm actually blaming Santa movies because it's it's all about like what do you want for Christmas as opposed to what we can give for Christmas. Like it, the, the messaging is uh, points kids in that direction, I think. So – what I'm hearing, John, for you, you said something like not all gifts are equal. So you guys don't go, look, we spend $300 per kid come hell or high water. So it's like it's a gift appropriate for the kid. And is that a fair statement? It is a fair statement. And you've got to obviously keep finances in the in the equation. And, and there is an amount, not a we, we have a pretty loose amount as to how much we will spend and unlike Shell, we don't really budget for it, which we probably should. Um, but, yeah, it's it, it can't be equal and we explain that to them that it's not the size of the present, it's not how much the present costs but it, the thought that went into buying that present. I heard someone say once like if one of your kids needed glasses, you're not going to go and buy all the kids' glasses. Like, so it's just that, like, yeah, and I don't have the joy of kids yet. Um. But it's also, what are your kids, what what fills up their little, like, emotional tank, you know? Mm. Because for one kid, yes. they might be very gifts orientated. Like my daughter, she loves presents. She's probably like me. And then what is going to, like, the words as opposed to another another kid who might want that beautiful words and that experience and quality time with you as a parent. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Yeah, and uh, very timely. Last last night we we're actually discussing the list of my our, our eldest child, Max, and he had quite a, a substantial list on there. And we said, look, there's a good chance you're not going to get all these things, so you need to maybe prioritise them. And one of them, one of those things on there, we just blatantly said, no, you're not going to get that. Um, <laughs> so it was quite deflating for him uh, for a while, but. He's got his head around that. <laughs> so I think you've got to have boundaries as well. It's all expectation setting, isn't it? Even like if you don't have kids, it's still expectation setting with your extended family. Like when you've got the in-laws and you've got all these dynamics where each person's family comes in with their own set of this is how we do things. And yes. I think you need to be able to communicate. That's cool if you do that. This is what we're going to do in our kind of approach to Christmas. Well, Given I'm such a pragmatist to a fault, uh, you know, I'm thinking if I had kids, right, this is, go with me guys, right? Like, all right, <laughs> little uh, Glennie Jr. and, you know, all that. James Jr.? <laughs> James Jr. and Glennie Jr. I want you to write down 
the gifts that you want for Christmas this year. Write them down. And then what I'll do is say, all right, well, here's a life lesson. Out of those six or seven things that you've written down, guess what? You've got to pick three. Or yeah. go, are you prepared for me to surprise you with some of them? Because you're not getting all of them. So you can have some control or you can have some surprise. Yeah, mm. I like that. I could imagine you saying to your kids, you got to spend some, gotta... save some and give some. <laughs> <laughs> and you give them a little list that has that on there so that they're actually working out what are they going to give. Yeah, and it, yeah. And it does if... kind of feed into uh, the kids' like language. And, you know, remember, you know, the psychologists say like sometimes if you send a kid to their room for being naughty – if they like personal space, you might be rewarding them and sending them <laughs> to win. sending them to heaven. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now it sounds like you've got the hallmarks of being a good parent, Glenn. So what do you do? So my kind of this is my process, and you can see Shell here. I'm kind of I've been scribbling all You day love a today. good diagram. I love a good diagram. So what I've done around gifts, I've broken it down into four things that you have to consider when buying gifts, okay? And of those four things, the first two are together and the second two are together. So let's break this down. And we'll talk about budgeting and all that in the episode, but these are just like practical, pragmatic things for buying gifts. The first thing I need you to consider is thoughtfulness. So they say it's the thought that counts and I really want to have this as the first point so with your gift buying, you know, think throughout the year, has that person, has that child, has that spouse, has that partner said that they're interested in something? So you've always got to keep a bit of an antenna up, okay? So that could help. On the thoughtfulness thing, have you seen something that they need that will actually make their life better, that they will enjoy? Because remember, this is not about the price yet. Like we're just talking uh, conceptual. We touched on it before with the kids, but in the thoughtfulness thing, really lean into that love language. So if they are givers, you know that you can put some thought into a really good practical gift, a big surprise and do all that stuff. If they're acts of service, can you do a heap of handwritten vouchers like present this for a car wash or present this for a special massage from mummy or daddy? <laughs> that sounds really weird. <laughs> No, we'll leave it in. But like, can you, oh, this is age appropriate, <laughs> mummy massaging daddy. <laughs> can you do vouchers, a babysitting gift voucher or something like that that's an acts of service that really does that? Could be time vouchers. Hey, I've booked this and we're going to do a weekend away and I've managed to get the kids babysat. So really be thoughtful. And this thoughtfulness thing, it leads into the second point I want to make. We need to have sustainability at the top of mind. We're not going into the reject shop. We're not going to Kmart and just buying a heap of plastic that's disposable, that's just, it's used and then it's thrown into landfill, like be thoughtful with the person, but also really make sure that you're thinking sustainable because there is just so much crap that everyone gets given at Christmas that they don't need. And it just all goes into rubbish. It's so I, – I personally as a parent really don't like getting those plastic toys. Yeah. I really, it really irks me. So number one and two, thoughtfulness and, and sustainability. 
the next segment or this, the other half, it's kind of around your time commitment. And if you're very time poor, it's going to lead into the fourth part and it might cost you more. But also, if you're really time poor, you might have less chance to be thoughtful and sustainability. So my kind of really tips now is if you are a busy person, you really need to get onto it now so you can be thoughtful, so you can be sustainable because the whole time commitment piece to the shopping does go hand in hand with the cost thing. And if you've got all the time in the world, well, you can be thoughtful, you can be sustainable, you can make homemade stuff, you can cook and you can really like nail this stuff. So they're kind of the four pillars that I look at with gifts, thoughtfulness and sustainability. And then the second thing, your own time and the cost. On that, I love that idea of the time management thing, Glenn, because last year for my sisters, I just did like a cocktail making kit with like a homemade, like delicious, like grapefruit sugar syrup and all these things that were really thoughtful but low cost Mm. but I'd prepped my time for it and went okay the week of I've got like a couple of hours to make sure I sort this but it was sustainable low cost and it was a really nice thoughtful gift that I knew that they would love because we all love gin cocktails yeah I can tell um (laughs) and well like my aunt Gail she loves cooking and she will just make all these cookies and give us little gift bags of cookies and gingerbread things. And, and it really scratches the itch for her because she loves cooking. It's an awesome gift. She's got a bit of time. And I don't think it would be that expensive to do the homemade treats. And love it's it. sustainable. I love those gifts. So they, they are kind of my uh, guiding beacons when I'm thinking about presents. Uh, but for me personally, I actually don't uh, buy any of my family gifts, um, and we've we've got for what a, reason? Well, we've got a reciprocal agreement that one, we're not really like gifty people. Like we, we've got everything that we need, and I mean, I've just kind of well, I, I'll, I'll talk about the kids. Like every month, I put I think a hundred bucks per kid into an investment account, and throughout the year, I might randomly buy them stuff that they need. And, you know, now they are getting older, I'll be telling them that, hey, you know how Uncle Glenn doesn't really get you Christmas presents? Well, it's because I'm saving that money for you. So one day that you can buy something awesome because I don't want to waste money on crappy plastic toys. Is that because you do the spontaneous gifts though throughout the yeah. year? Like you, didn't you buy your niece the other, other week a MacBook Pro? Yeah, but she needed it and it was a reward because she got into a special program. <laughs> you <laughs> needed to buy it more so. So that's an interesting point, Glenn, because if they don't have Christmas presents to open from their family around that time, um, there are a number of cultures that also – don't. So it's it's a real conversation point at school, isn't it? It's like, well, yeah, we don't we, we don't celebrate Christmas or we don't have presents, we do this instead. Oh, I, I will add that, you know, my sister and my parents buy the kids presents. We just as adults don't buy each other presents. Yeah. And okay. I don't buy the kids stuff. I just buy them stuff on demand throughout the year and I'm putting hundreds of dollars away for them throughout each year into each one's yeah. investment account. But to say that our uh our spending's not equal, our presents aren't equal, like the, there's there's no more unequal playing field than in the schoolyard, is there, Shell? Like when 
our, our mm. kids come home and say, well, yeah, my friend got this or my friend did this or like it's always going to be uneven. And it's very hard for parents. It is hard for parents, John. I remember in high school, one of my friends for Christmas got a like brand new car when they were when they were seventeen, <laughs> and so you know you you're comparing, and I think that comparison can steal the joy out of this moment where one of the things that makes Christmas beautiful is the generosity piece. But when you're comparing your, like you said, gifts to other people, that can be really challenging. Mm. But I think it is more of a. I think this year will be the first year that the kids are actually old enough. Well, Grace really is and the boys will be uh, old enough to say, look, this is why I do not buy you gifts for your Christmas or your birthday. Like if I'm up there, we'll go and get gelato together and go for a meal at their favourite little restaurant because that's more valuable. Like I heard once that kids spell love T-I-M-E. Oh, yeah. Mm. You like that one, Johnny? I love that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> experiences, so. not things, Glenn. Mm. Now let's have a quick break, and then we'll come back, and we're just going to read a heap of comments from you, the listeners of this little podcast that we've got happening right here. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Vanessa May Cohen says, for bosses and childcare educators, plants are always great. If you have any plants in your home or garden, you can snip some off cuts and plant them in small pots from Kmart. You can always paint the pots or get your children to paint little pictures on the pots to make it more personal. Super cheap gift, $3 potting mix, $3 pot, $2 paint, and still something nice for Christmas. Love it. Uh, that's really Helpful. I had another one from... Counterpoint. A counterpoint from Lucy. So Lucy's a childcare teacher and she says, John, don't bother giving a childcare teacher a gift. I'm a teacher and I promise and all my friends say the same. A really nice message in a card thanking them for a year of work means so, so much. Every year I get so many mugs, chocolates, notebooks and while I'm thankful, the presents that stood out over the years are actually the ones that have taken the time to thank me for the year with their child. It means so much more. Yeah, Very well, good. there you go. I love that because I was literally just thinking this week, I've got to get my childcare teacher's presents. Nice card. Yeah. A nice card and save some money. Yeah, or some scratchies. 
<laughs> yeah, that too. How good are scratchies anyway? Um, <laughs> Tamara Robson and Tamara, you're my people. You kind of, uh, you know, think the way I do. Buy good gifts that show thought and care, not just cheap or expensive crap for the sake of having something to wrap. Mm. Mm, that is good. Uh, Kirsten Ann says, if you're into DIY, which I'm not, you can make awesome little bath salt containers, photos in a frame that are a great gift, baking, potted flowers for kids, marketplaces, great for toys, books, etc. in excellent condition, sometimes brand new. I love DIY gifts. I know you don't, John, but I think my sister-in-law just made chilli oil for all of our family members for Christmas and I'm like so into that. Like, yeah, legit. I'm into it, Shell, but I'm not very good at it. Well, what you know what? You could try and make me a DIY Christmas <laughs> gift and I can give you a rating out of 10 for this year. Let Let's me read another one from Emily Crellin. We start ordering Christmas presents in the beginning of October or earlier to spread out the costs over multiple paychecks. That's cool. Can I ask you, Glenn, mm-hmm. do you have a gifts account? I do, Michelle. I do. Do you want me to show you? Yep. I'd like to see it. See how much is in there. All right. I will. (laughs) This is, you read another one while I bring this up, John. All right. So I love this one from Penny Demetrio. She says, don't give gifts to some people (laughs) except for work or perhaps gift Christmas baked goods. Did she say except for work? No, e.g. work. Oh, so yeah. she's saying we don't have to give a present to everyone in the workplace. Oh, I'm so for that. I don't think you should give your whole team like and but people But this at goes work into gifts. like we're not doing stuff anymore just because you have to. We're not guilt yeah. buying presents. Like sure, if you want to hedge your bet and have a little stash of little chocolates that you have just in case. But I, I just think, you know, and for me like I used to buy so many presents and it was like I can show – my care for family and friends in other ways. Yeah, you did. You used to, I remember one year you got me a toothbrush, which is great, yeah. by the way. Well, we can talk about that soon. All right, here's my gifts account. What about the ice cream scoop that I got? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that year too. And the year before yeah. that, it was a glass house candle. Yes. Whoops. Oh, oh that's your boat account. <laughs> no, no, HGC and boat, holidays, gifts, clothes and boat account. Oh, yeah. So can I ask you, why have you lumped the gifts and boat together? Oh, because it's just a discretionary account that I can just grab for anything. Yeah, right. Do you have a, a gifts account, John? No, not really. We have a food and holidays account. Yeah. Mm. Do, do you have a boat account? No, we don't <laughs> no. have a boat. Thank, thankfully, my father-in-law takes care of that. Nice. <laughs> All right. There's a comment here from Olga Zamarina. Secondhand for kids. Buy ahead of time. Just this weekend, I bought a nice brand new leather bag on Marketplace for my sister, for one-tenth of its original retail price. Michael Christopher says, people don't like to hear it, but stop buying gifts full stop. Share time with family and friends instead. Mm. Lee Reary says, definitely look at your home. What have you got in excess and chuck it on Marketplace for some cash before Christmas? That's a good one, isn't it? Like, And this is why we are doing the episode now, mid-November, because if you've got crap all over your house, your garage, your pantry, if you haven't used it in 18 months or two years and it's not a family heirloom and it's worth $20, $50, get rid of it. Oh, this is such a good reminder because I've got a pram that's really good that I could sell on Marketplace for Christmas. Yeah, and just use that money uh, for Christmas. That's awesome. Yeah. Natalie Camphuis, use flybys and rewards to pay for the food. That's a good one. 
good old credit union Christmas club account that is locked away until the 1st of November, used for saving a portion of pay every fortnight. Uh, it includes our caravan site fees for our annual summer holiday, secret center for the adults. Holidays, we work through Christmas and New Year and going January for three weeks. It's such a nice feeling to start your holiday when everyone's going back to work. Yeah, on you, Natalie. This one from Adrian Falado has definitely created a bit of following. Start a family argument in November and apologize on January 4th. <laughs> I love that. Great advice. Prue Purnell says buy Christmas gifts during November Black Friday deals so you can give people twice the number of gifts. Yeah, that's cool. Vanessa Bluen, start early. I shop for Christmas all year round to make it budget friendly. And that's kind of that thoughtfulness thing. Like if you see something and someone says, oh, I'd really want that, be proactive. And like anything in life, guys, like planning and paying attention and focus and not rush and not last minute, whatever the area in life, you'll get a better outcome if you just have some planning and a bit of a strategy. I think one of the things... I know I mentioned this before about Sam and I buying each other vinyl each year, but having traditions around giving is fun. Like it's not expensive, but it's thoughtful, it's creative, and it becomes this like thing each year where we're like, I wonder what, what he's he's picked. And I think when you do that, it can be this more special thing as opposed to I have to spend all this money. I've got some vinyls out of the back that you might be able to have and re-gift. Yeah, thank you. It's got the next six years sorted. <laughs> Belinda Post, I buy gifts all year round. So that's a common theme that we're seeing there. And when I see good deals, we don't buy gifts for most of the adults. I'm a pastry chef, so I make an assortment of sweets. I save the brown paper from when I have online orders and get my toddler to decorate it and use the wrapping paper for the baked goods. That's awesome. I love that so much. Bring the kids in, make it fun. Love it. And Belinda finishes, we all bring a plate of food to the numerous gatherings so that no one else is stuck catering at all. Tony Hume says, we don't buy presents. We make a donation to our favourite charity, avoids unwanted gifts and helps others. That'd be great if we get our whole team on board for that. The human fund. (laughs) Anyone? No, they don't get it, people. (laughs) Unbelievable. What is it? (laughs) I don't get it. Because it was a a surname. Hume. Oh, sorry. No, George Costanza. He went around giving everyone a fake gift voucher for <laughs> Christmas or presents, like a donation in your name to the human fund. And the human fund didn't exist. <laughs> Chuni Yao, set a budget per person and stick to it. And that's, you know, that's such a good bread and butter thing. I'm not spending more than $50, $80, $20, whatever that is. Go back through my matrix. You might want to set cost at the very top of the matrix. And then I have I go cost, then I go thoughtfulness, then I go sustainability, or I go cost, sustainability, thoughtfulness. Haven't thought much, but I'm saving the planet, sure. <laughs> you are. Hey, I've got a question for you both. What happens when you are in a family where you might be on a tight budget, but everyone spends way more than you on presents? Like, how do you navigate that? I've said this before about some questions where people are like, how do I tell people no that I can't go out on the weekend or uh, I'm expect to um, pay for stuff. I actually think it is in your life and in your people and in your world, you being acutely aware and control the narrative. So you send that family text out today when you're hearing this, hey everyone, 
I'm on a budget this year for Christmas. Just giving you the heads up, I can't do more than $35 a gift. Just setting that expectation right now. So you're controlling the narrative. So you're not sucked up into this thing and, all right, we're doing Secret Santa over $150 each and then all this stuff. So I think it's controlling the narrative and getting ahead of that curve. Yeah, I agree with you, Glenn. The issue with that for a lot of people is, uh, I suppose, dropping their ego to actually come out and say that. Like that takes a lot of courage for a lot of people in society, doesn't it? Yeah, but I think it is that when you are controlling the narrative, like, hey, you might be aware, peeps, that I'm trying to save for a house or you might be aware that I'm trying to get out of debt or if you're doing it in your friend circles – hey, everyone, let's ditch the presents this year or do a $10 thing because we've all got our own financial goals. And the thing is, that act there, you will soon find out the toxic people if you don't know it already. <laughs> like if you want to flush them out of the countryside, do that and you'll soon know if there's any guilt trips coming your way. When, when you drive past them in your brand new car that you save money on by not having to give gifts out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sean Matt says, my family is using the Secret Santa website this year where you input wishes and a maximum spend amounts. And this takes some of the surprise away, but at least we know no one is going to wind up with a gift they don't want. I've done this. I've used, it's called Elfster, the one that I used. Right. And you put it in and it does, it does definitely take the surprise away. And I like surprises, so that mm. can you know, be a bit of a downer, but at least you're getting something good. Robbie Rowland said this, and I've done this uh, many times, Robbie, bottles of champagne are always good. And at this time of the year, you can buy them quite reasonably priced. So what I kind of did, I just went to Dan Murphy's and you could buy the boxes of Verve in six. I thought you were saying, you went to Dan Murphy's and you say, what's the cheapest oh, <laughs> sparkling you have? <laughs> I, I did that once. I did that What'd once. What'd you get? Passion pop. Well, I actually... Passion pop. <laughs> Throwback. It's a bit of a fun episode, everyone, but I'll share the story. I, I, I had friends visiting from the States and I knew that, um, you know, she really loved red wine and he loved Moscato. And I'm like, I'm going to buy some really premium wines. I went in, bought like a $90 Penfolds or something. And I went to the guy, I'm like, oh, hey, where's your Moscato? Um just want a premium bottle. He's like, yeah, mate, we got two of the most expensive $90 over in the fridge there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Moscato, the premium, premium. That's like the sugary one, isn't sugary, it? Sugary, yeah. yeah. It's like. Oh, they, they should give that stuff away. <laughs> but, but on that, like on the box, like because, you know, when I did have my other business and, you know, before I was podcasting and now I've got all the time in the world, like, yeah, I would go to Dan Murphy's, buy 12, 16, whatever bottles of Verve, wrap them all up, all the un uncles and aunts, like presents, there you go, and just had, you know, the, f the Verve flowing. But what you could also do, because I'm big into like also either premium and nice, which is I think a nice bottle of champagne is nice, um, but premium and bespoke, like you guys mentioned before, like one year I bought like, 20 um, KitchenAid ice cream scoops and wrapped them all up and gave them to everyone. And John's still got one in I his drawer. I love my KitchenAid yep. ice cream scoop. We'll put a link in the show note to that. Because you love link. Ben and Jerry's. So, yes. yeah, it was really practical. Uh, another year I bought everyone a book, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker, uh, because that's a fantastic book. Another year I bought everyone those Swiss ultra soft toothbrushes. Yep. 
So. I think I saw one of those in one of my family members' house and I was like, you got to chuck that because I think still that's using three it. years old. I've got to say, confession, it wasn't in my household. I want to be clear on that. Yeah. This is a shout out to, to Woolies. They've done well with their rewards program, haven't they? There's a lot of comments in the thread about uh, using your Woolies rewards to only pay uh, later on in the year so they get the extra off for their Christmas shopping. How does that work? Uh, so what um, – and I actually only found out about it yesterday because Amy does it. So you get points per shop right. and you can you can then go and get a maximum of $50 off one shop um, up to – yeah, it's a maximum of $50. So they're saying, well, bank that up to – your big your big spend come Christmas and then you get your maximum discount. Yeah, it's so helpful. Mm. Yeah, it all adds up. I also order through my butcher in advance and because I'm really obsessed with having a delicious food and last year I did all the cooking and so I made sure that I had paid up front and that was like quite – I felt like I was quite organised but I had paid in advance because I knew that week of Christmas I was going to like totally blow my groceries budget. So, yeah, talk to your butcher. And – on that grocery budget stuff, if you because it can be so expensive when you're entertaining, like oh, tell everyone can, to bring I, a plate. I think it would have cost like fifteen hundred bucks. Mm. But like, if we move on from the gifts thing, your Christmas shopping, do the click and collect, like just order it online, set your budget. You know, you can really optimize the technology that we've got now by pre, you know, ordering, click and collect. Yeah, and you're con- controlling your spend that way, aren't you? Yeah, and if you want a good dessert for the summer, everyone, coming close, cut up fresh fruit. I'm talking watermelon, pineapple, rock melon, all the good stuff, right? And get some sherbet and then dip the fruit in the sherbet. (laughs) What are you on about? Have you got emphysema? (laughs) (laughs) Have you just discovered healthy food? No, it's a delicious summery dessert. Sherbet? Where do you even – like I haven't had sherbet since I was like 12 years old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this year – okay, John, this year our present, our M3 present is going to be a box of sherbet. Exactly. <laughs> Sophie Bragato Van Sanden, I help my money go further by using ShopBrack and buying most stuff on Black Friday sales. So, yeah, there you go, everyone. Like there is so much stuff that you can do. And this whole, there's a, an undercurrent theme here of preparation. You're prepared, you're thoughtful. And the good thing is that I'm really loving in our Facebook community, like we've got five pages of comments that we printed. Not one person have said, I use buy now, pay later. So that's so amazing. Yeah, they, they did. They just got removed from the group, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But uh, this, this one from Sarah Jamison is, is a really... I suppose straightforward one, but we're all guilty of not doing it. It's starting early, and and this is the idea of obviously having this uh, episode nice and early into this season is uh, is starting early so you can budget and spend, um, but buy as early as you can because you you're, you're freaking out closer to the date, so you maybe impulse emotionally purchase that way, don't you? Mm. And one more thought from me. Mm. Buy local. I have an amazing local homeware shop near me that does the most beautiful gifts and, yeah, they cost a little bit more but I love that I'm supporting this local business and they're doing great work and I'm so stoked because they're all sustainable and beautiful. Yeah, and that's yeah. And I, I think, yeah, the whole sustainable thing, it can be many quadrants. It could be quality stuff. It could be quality stuff that's locally made. It could be, you know, 
I got given bamboo straws one year, still got them. Like, yeah, I just think I hate materialism and consumerism. Might not feel like it sometimes, peeps, but (laughs) (laughs) it really irks me. Totally. Yeah, that unleaded petrol that you just keep guzzling out of that Mm, thing each day. Yeah, delicious. Love it. But you do support local because you eat your most of your meals out of the local cafe. Yes. <laughs> you know, if the shoe fits. Well, look, I think there's a lot here and, you know, we haven't really come in to change the world. Uh, Lara Delaney said last year she only spent $80 in total. Wow. Yes. Uh, Kiri McNamara, I did homemade coffee scrub in big jars for daycare teachers, which we've been told don't, and they loved it. <laughs> you should be able to Google a recipe. I also like receiving homemade recipes in jars and thoughtful gifts like that. Pinterest has so many good ideas for effective gifts. And you can search Christmas in the Facebook group if you want some ideas. But yeah, I, I just, I'll just have a look here. Any other final thoughts? I mean, a lot of this stuff for me has been just that prior planning. Um, there's another one here, Shopback, Cash Rewards, Secret Santa, Flybys, shop back, start buying early, work out how much and divide by 26. Yeah, I mean, but this is the whole thing. Everything's actually easy, but we get sloppy, we don't plan and we wonder why we have a blowout. We don't plan and we don't communicate. Mm. How do you yeah. communicate those Setting expe- expectations. Boom. Yeah, speaking about the communication thing, uh, my family is using a Secret Santa website this year. That's from Stephanie. Oh, I think uh, we already did that one. Oh, did you do that? I didn't yeah. listen. No. Amy once said to me about John, I'm like, because when I first met John, I'm like, this guy's good at everything. Who is he? This isn't live. No, whatever, it's staying. And she's like, he doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon the only, the, only, the only time he would listen what if was he's that? talking about property. <laughs> I kid you not. It could just be you though because you, I've – oh, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> You're boring me. <laughs> You're like, oh, gosh. Well, we might leave it there. A bit of fun today, guys, but um, just get planning, get thoughtful, look in the Facebook group. Uh, you can grab my book on sale if you want to gift that. I would appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, get it. Uh, if you want to – while you're ordering my book online, you can order – the prequel. Sort your career out and make more money. Yeah. Books are a great gift and I really, I like giving out books. Actually, just on that, I was at a high school last week and I gifted one of your books. Oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> to, uh, to one of the kids who was showing some bad habits early days and I said, look, you've got to read this and you've got to give it to your parents and then you need to give it on to someone else. So there you go. It's awesome. Getting, spreading the good word for you, Glenn. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Thank you. All right, you can find John Pigeon over at My Millennial Property. You can find Shell Johnson over at My Millennial Career. You can find me right here in your ears, people. I'll uh, see you soon. Thanks for hanging out today. <laughs> see ya. All right, bye. Bye. We acknowledge the Awabakal people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respects to their elders past, present and emerging. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports a variety of charities, and we encourage you to consider giving as part of your overall financial strategy. If you would like some giving options, or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to mymillennial.money forward slash charities for more info. 
This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement, target market determination, and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, and Glenn James are authorized representatives of Money Sherpa Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.